Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, The Battle of Words. And the readings are going to come from the book of Genesis and the book of Isaiah. And we're going to start with Genesis because this is going to set the foundation of this message. The enemy, the devil, from the very beginning, was all about twisting the words of God and overriding the words of God so that he can deceive God's children. All right, so this is what happened in the garden. So we're going to start reading from uh, Genesis chapter 3. As it is written, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Now watch this, he said, he spoke, has God indeed said, now stop right there. Now watch this. This is how he tripped up Eve when he approached her. That word indeed, it means without any question, truly, undeniably, often used interjectionally to express irony or disbelief or surprise. All right, so... He took that word and threw doubt into Eve's mind as if what God was said, what God had said was not the truth. All right. As it is written, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So he's questioning what God has said. Now I'm going to start that. I'm going to read that, that sentence over again. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden, question mark. Now, he's questioning God's authority and his truthfulness, all right, which threw doubt into Eve's mind, all right? Now, and the woman said, she spoke to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, God has spoke, you shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. All right, now watch this. Then the serpent spoke, Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. All right. Verse 6, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. Now, we all understand now, if you read in Proverbs and Psalms, God says we live by the fruit of our lips. The spoken words we say, a man's stomach shall be satisfied by the fruit of his lips. In other words, what you say becomes reality. All right. Now, Eve ate of the fruit. Now, what did she, what is the fruit? The fruit were the words that the devil spoke. All right. She took that ungodly counsel and walked in it. All right. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. So he took that same deceptive 
message from the enemy and absorbed it and thought about it and said, okay, I'm going to walk in that council also. All right. Now, watch this. Verse 7. When they did that, then the eyes of both of them were open. Now, this is basically they gained the knowledge of evil. They, they did not know any evil. But when they took of it, guilt and shame came upon them. That knowledge of uh, guilt, of shame and just uncertainty came into their spirit. All right. And this is when their eyes were open. They didn't know any evil. It was all good. All right. Until they stepped out of the word, the truth of what God had commanded. All right. So they took up, took it upon themselves to say, we're going to discount what the father has said and we're going to listen to the enemy. All right. We're going to take the words of the enemy and walk in that council. And when they did so, this is when sin came into the earth. Now watch this. And they knew they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Now watch this. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Alright, now, God comes and says in verse 9, Then the Lord called Adam and said, Where are you? Now, God knew where Adam was physically. God was questioning his spirit. Where are you spiritually now? All right. And this is what Adam came back and said. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and hid myself. Now watch this. This is what God said. Verse 11. And he said, who told you? Who spoke to you? What fruit did you receive other than what I said? All right. Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Question mark. Then the man said, the woman you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. All right. So basically, Adam is saying she told me she deceived me and enticed me. To walk in that same council. And I, I listened. Alright. Then verse 13. And the Lord God said to the woman. What is this you have done? The woman said. The serpent deceived me and I ate. Alright. We're going to stop right there. So that word deceived means that you've been enticed. Someone has spoken something to you that's not true. Something was said and you took that information and you followed it and walked into it, believing and doubting what was originally said to you. So God spoke the truth to them and said, hey, don't do this. When you do this, you will surely die. Soon as you take a walk into that council. The words of the enemy, which he wants you dead, you will surely die. All right. We all know what happened after that. So if you go to 
Isaiah 54. All right, verse 17. Now watch this. As it is written, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, these words were spoken by Isaiah for those that are born again, believing in Christ and receiving him as Lord and Savior over their lives and into their hearts. When you do that, when you confess with your mouth that Jesus was crucified, died, was buried, and on the third day was resurrected, and now is ascended into heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, constantly interceding for us. You take upon his righteousness, and we are made right through his blood. All right? It's through Jesus' blood that we, we are righteous in God's eyes. All right? Now, so this verse in Isaiah 54, no weapon. This is the benefit, right? Now, watch this. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. All right? Now, watch this. That word formed. Now, what God is saying, no words created or said against you shall prosper. That's why he goes on to say, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. All right, now watch this. Every tongue that rises, which rises, what, is, what God is saying, every thing that's said over your spirit and soul in judgment, every, whoever's trying to condemn you, or say something that is not true about you. So basically, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment. Now, why did he say judgment? Because they are trying to overrule the word that God has said about you and the promises that God has for you. Every tongue, the enemy uses people to speak against you uh, and to, to, to have you believe what they are saying and if you listen to the lie long enough you will start believing in that lie all right and you're going to discount the truth about you and what god has said about you all right so every tongue which rises against you when someone is calling you out of your name all right or trying to rename you you got to condemn that all right, they speaking over you. They are overriding what God has said about you. And if you receive that in your spirit, you're going to start believing in it and you're going to walk in it. You're going to do the same thing that Adam and Eve has done. The devil is using those same tactics with us today. And he's using people just as he did with Eve today. He's doing the same thing. Nothing has changed with him. And the, the problem we're having is that people are refusing to open the good word, the incorruptible good seed of God, and read it and absorb it in their spirit and believe it and stand on it. Instead, they're allowing people to come and speak against them and over them any tongue which rises against you you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the word of God. God saying you shall condemn it. All right, because you got my righteousness. Now, my son is within you. How are you going to allow the devil 
to come and tell you something differently than what Jesus says about you and who you are. You don't you don't receive that in your spirit. You condemn it. Now, he says you shall, you must. You can't just let it slide. You must condemn. You must condemn every word that comes against you. When the enemy rises up against you in judgment and starts speaking things over your spirit and saying who you are and what you're not, you condemn that immediately. You don't receive that in your spirit. You let the devil know, no, I don't belong to you. I have the righteousness in Christ in me. I and Jesus are one. And what are you saying about Jesus is untrue. So the devil wants to twist everything that the father has done. Everything. He wants to discount the word. He wants you to believe that what he is saying and what the enemy is saying. He wants you to believe those lies. Come on. People wake up. This is this goes all the way back from the creation. The enemy twisted the words, so it's all about the battle of words. What are you going to receive in your spirit? Who are you going to listen to? You need to open the word of God. Jesus put all these words out there for us to thrive, not to struggle and have doubt about what is true and what is not true. The word of God is true. It is impossible for God to lie. So when you read these words, you got to receive that in your spirit as truth and walk in it. Don't let nobody come and say this about you or that about you. And you start believing that when God says this is what you are. You are righteous. You are my child. And you, I see no blame. You are sinless when you take on the blood of Jesus. But the enemy is to condemn you. To make you feel guilty. To shame you. To bring doubt in your spirit. That is not the spirit of Christ. When someone is speaking negative about you. You must condemn. You got to rise up against that. You shall condemn. This is the word of God. He's telling us. You have the son's righteousness inside of you. How are you going to allow somebody to come and condemn you? My son doesn't condemn you. Why would you allow the enemy or somebody else who is trying to find their way just the same in this world as you are to condemn you? They are not God to judge. God is the only judge. You don't let nobody speak over your spirit. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You must condemn it immediately. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, as it is written. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. It's from me, not from the enemy. Do not receive any words or even meditate on any words. When, when the enemy says something about you, immediately you shut it down. You shut it down and you speak against that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am the righteousness of Christ. You are a liar, devil. I am not receiving that. I condemn those words. I am not receiving that in my spirit. My father says this about me. I am his son's righteousness through him. I have the blood of Christ in me. We are adopted and drafted in 
through his blood, we are the heritage of the Lord. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You have that authority to speak as Jesus spoke. You speak against that. You don't receive it in your spirit. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, you condemn it immediately. Don't let the devil rename you and call you anything and you receive that and adopt it as your own. Come on, people. This is so old. The enemy has not changed. He's attacking us with words. And when you believe the lie, you walk in a lie, you, eventually you will die. The wages of sin is death. This is why Jesus constantly said when he blessed those, when he walked this earth and cured them and healed them, he instructed them, sin no more. Why? Because when a man sins, he sins against his own body, as it is written in Corinthians. And the devil knows if he can get you to sin, eventually, if he can destroy your body, everything will follow. Now, your spirit, your spirit will still be saved because you are made in the righteousness. But you, if you continue to sin, you sin against your own body. This is the death that comes to us. All right. Now, so the, the enemy, his only objective is to have you discount what the word of God says and believe the lie. And he's using every tool at his disposal, the media, the Internet, and even friends and family. Those closest to us. He uses them. Why? Because more than likely, if there's love involved between the family, he wants to disrupt that. And how does he do it? By using members to condemn each other. Family members, friends. Those that you're going to believe. You must condemn it if it doesn't line up with the word of, a God, word of God. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, you don't receive it. You don't receive it over your spirit. Any tongue, every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the word of God. That's what he says about it. All right. Now, who are you going to believe? Are you going to listen to the enemy? Are you going to receive the enemy's words? Because when you do that, you shall surely die, period. He wants you not to walk in the word and be blessed. Now, this is why Psalms 1. The very first sentence in Psalms 1, blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. That word blessed means to be holy or consecrated. And that consecrated means to be set apart. You're not a part of the world system. You are in the kingdom when you are made righteous through Christ. When you surrender your life, you are part of the heritage. Blessed. To be blessed is to be set apart for God, not for the world. Blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. The things that Adam and Eve did, they walked in that ungodly counsel. The enemy is using words. It's a battle of words. If he can get you uh, gets work, get his words in your mind and in your spirit he's going to control you 
That's his only thing. He wants to lead you into destruction and death eventually. You have to wake up, people. It's a battle of words. And death and life is in the power of the tongue, as the word of God says in Proverbs. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What you say with your words, you will become. It's just that simple. All right, so I hope this reaches those that are in a situation, whatever it may be. Only the Holy Spirit knows. Whatever your situation is, you need to open the word of God and find out what God says about you, not what everybody else is saying. What does the Father say? What does Jesus say? Listen to that. Walk in that. Absorb in that. Absorb that. Meditate that. Receive that in your spirit. And watch what happens. Your whole perspective in this world will change. Your whole walk will change. Your ways will change. You will choose to follow Jesus. The word will pull you in. It's good seed. And you will do nothing but prosper. When you stay in the word, you will prosper. The enemy does not want you to know the truth. He wants you to struggle. He wants you in lack. He wants you to feel defeated. He wants you with no hope. The word of God is life. It's life. Without it, without the word, it's death, period. The world's way leads to death. So, Open the word of God, people. Find out what God says about you. Meditate on those, those, the good seed. Put it in your spirit and in your heart. And watch how your life changes. Amen. And God bless.